0: We start with breaking news from Israel. We are getting reports of a suspected car ramming and a stabbing attack in Tel Aviv. At least four people have been injured. A medical official has said a suspected attacker has been shot dead as well. So that breaking news, there has been a car ramming in Tel Aviv. At least four people have been injured. The attacker has been shot dead. But all of this coming, as Israel says, its military operation at the refugee camp in the occupied West Bank city of Jenin is almost complete. Palestinian officials saying about 3,000 people have fled their homes in the camp after Israeli troops moved in on Monday. Israel says its troops conducted an extensive counterterrorism effort. Palestinian leaders condemning the assault as a new war crime. They say 10 Palestinians have been killed. Let's talk to Anna Foster, our correspondent, who is at the Israeli West Bank Barrier for us now. Firstly, Anna, I appreciate you're not there, but what is the latest that you're hearing of this car ramming in Tel Aviv?
1: Well, we've seen some some graphic pictures from the streets of Tel Aviv. As you said, it appears at the moment, certainly the ambulance service have said that four people have been injured, all seem to have survived the initial ramming attack. And again, you talked about the assailant who we were told has been shot. And again, graphic pictures would seem to suggest that that assailant has been shot and killed. And as you said, this all happens against the background of the Israeli military operation, which started yesterday morning here in Janine. As you said, this is the the West Bank barrier, if you like. It's the line between Israel and the West Bank. And if you just look across here, that is Janine and in particular Janine camp. Even in the last hour or so, we've been seeing plumes of smoke rising still from the camp, some some smaller plumes of white smoke. At one point, a very large plume of grey smoke rising into the air and visible for several minutes. Now, uh, the Israeli National Security Advisor uh, gave um, an interview this morning to an Israeli radio station saying that they thought that the Israeli Defense Forces were close to achieving their aims from this operation, where they went in yesterday morning. They talked about dismantling uh, infrastructure from Palestinian militants inside the camp. They talked about finding caches of weapons in there and in fact we've seen just where we are here on the line between the two we have seen troops we're only about five kilometers away you can see how close we are to janine we've seen troops coming out of there and in fact i just want to show you along this line you'll notice that uh, this is behind us a, a military zone and you might be able to see just over here some of the bulldozers which we've seen pictures of on the streets of Janine in the last 24 hours or so. Uh, we also had reports that those bulldozers had really ripped up the roads in some places, which is making it very difficult for medical attention to get to some of those wounded. More than hundred wounded were told, ten Palestinians killed so far. And this military operation continues inside Janine. Anna, what has been the impact
0: on Palestinians who live in Janine?
1: Well, it's extraordinarily difficult at a time like this to to work out really the the civilian toll in particular, because when an operation like this is launched, very often electricity is cut to the area. Uh, Things like communications are also cut as well. So what we've been seeing are are pictures from our BBC camera colleagues, also pictures on, on social media, of what has been going on inside the camp, but it's such a densely populated area. Many thousands of civilians living, not just in this town, but in specifically that that refugee camp with its very narrow streets. And you're right to talk about the civilian impact, and in fact, that's something that has been picked up not just by by NGOs who work in there, um, the UN agency who looks after Palestinian refugees. They have expressed their concern about the civilians in the area. Also, MSF, Medecins Sans Frontieres, they have said that they have worries about actually people being able to get to and treat. The wounded, we know that tear gas was used outside uh, a medical facility this morning where people who were wounded were being treated. And in fact, even the U.S. yesterday, while it said that it, it supported Israel's right to defend itself against terrorist groups, it also cautioned against anything that would put the civilian population in this camp at further risk.
0: Anna, good to see you. Thanks so much for joining us. We have live pictures coming to us actually at the moment, just in the past few seconds ago or so of Tel Aviv. Let's just show you those. Uh, this is the scene of that car ramming, that attack that has just happened in the past half hour or so in Tel Aviv. Uh, we're getting different numbers coming on the agencies uh, and from eyewitness accounts at the scene, but we understand five people have been injured by a car. Uh, Local media reporting the suspected attacker was shot and killed. And actually, uh, the Israeli police have just been speaking to Israel's army radio and they said the motorist responsible for this car ramming into a big crowd in Tel Aviv. Uh, The phrase they used was neutralised at the scene by a civilian first responder. So uh, that is the latest that we're hearing from Israel's army radio. Uh, And we now know as well from the medical services, Israel's medical services, that four people were injured and uh, one of those is in a serious condition, we now understand, from the medical services. A 46-year-old woman has multiple injuries, two people are in a moderate condition, one person is in a mild condition. And you can see the police are uh, at the scene there in Tel Aviv continuing their investigations. But it is being reported, as I mentioned, that the alleged attacker was shot and killed at the scene. So there we have it, live pictures from Tel Aviv coming to us of this car ramming that has just happened uh, with four people injured. A 46-year-old woman has multiple injuries, so she is in a serious condition, we understand. While we continue to uh, look at those pictures, we'll also bring you live pictures as well from Janine. Uh, From a distance, we have uh, the live shots of Janine and Israel's military operation continues. Let's bring in Mohammed Shahada, who is a Palestinian writer based in Copenhagen, who joins us now. Mohammed, have you managed to speak to people in Janine?
2: Absolutely. And the situation there is quite catastrophic and disastrous. The level of damage that was inflicted on Janine is unprecedented in over two decades. And it acts as a recruitment poster to the very groups that Israel is proclaiming to be fighting against. And I think the the attack in Tel Aviv is a testament to the escalation that this operation is causing. But it also revives in the memory of Palestinians uh, the memory of the Nakba and, and mass displacement, particularly the scenes last night of thousands of families from the Jenin refugee camp being evicted and escaping from this conflict zone.
0: Israel says it's targeting terrorists. They've called Janine a hornet's nest of terror. How do Palestinians describe life in Janine? How do they describe their home?
2: Hmm well janine used to be the same as gaza an economic hub that's trying to get by and make a living and and thrive but the same as gaza it has been going in decline as a result of israeli restrictions and policies the israeli um, key buzzwords that are used in reference to janine to dehumanize the population and justify the operation as you mentioned the hotbed of terrorism you can easily make a comparison to the israeli settlements shiloh and eli who over the last 2 weeks have launched attacks that the IDF itself has described as nationalist terrorism they launched attacks across 24 Palestinian villages burned 100 and damaged 160 vehicles they burned tens of homes shops and farms and they wounded over 60 Palestinian but, uh, Palestinians and killed one but, but
0: Muhammad, so, you will know that the israelis will say over 50 attacks in the past few mm-hmm. years on israel have originated from janine
2: but that's exactly what I'm describing. If you look at Shilo and Ely, over two weeks, there has been way, way more attacks than from Jenin, and Israel has done uh, close to nothing in that particular case. Right. In fact, the, sett- the settler violence that has escalated recently is one of the reasons for this military operation. You have ministers that are holding key positions in this government, Itamar Binthir, Minister of National Security, who was saying very loudly and clearly that the IDF should focus on Palestinians and should uh, disregard all the violence and terrorism coming from settlers. The, uh, The longest running newspaper in Israel, Haaretz, they described this as the minister's war on the Israeli security services because they started to focus on settler terrorism.
0: Mohammed, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We're still seeing live pictures uh, from Tel Aviv of this attack that has just taken place, the car ramming there. And uh, we have now had a statement from the Palestinian militant group Hamas. It's spokesperson Mohammed Hamadeh saying, the heroic attack in Tel Aviv is part of a natural response to the ongoing massacre of our people and a legitimate self-defense against the Israeli occupation's violation of all human norms. And goes on, the occupier must prepare to count his dead and injured for the blood of our children is not cheap. So it is Hamas that is claiming responsibility for this attack in Tel Aviv that we know has left one victim in a serious condition. This is from the ambulance service, a 46-year-old woman, two people in a moderate condition, one person in a mild condition and uh, the other report we're getting from tel aviv is that the alleged attacker was shot and killed at the scene by a civilian responder so all this going on as uh, the uh, israeli military operation continues in janine as well thousands of palestinians have left the janine refugee camp in the west bank since uh, the operation began so we've been showing you live pictures both of tel aviv and also of janine and